The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's your guilty secret? What do you, what do you, is it like a food or like something you like to watch? Oh, girl, I got that quick. I got that real good. Okay, I go to the store. I'm in the potato chip aisle. I pass by. I said, girl, you eating all the damn fat ass chips. But I'm going to go over there and get the dog some. So I go over there and get the potato chips for the dog, right? I get two bags, okay? For the dog I, with quotations. The dog, okay, the dog, okay. I go sit down. She know the position. I just sit there, open the bag up. And then I just sit there and I say, well, I start eating. She start looking at me like, here, you gonna give me none? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Burning What is up? I am your host, Hannah Burner, and we are with the stars, the beautiful ladies from Buried with the Bernards. <laughs> we have Deja Bernard and the big boss, Debbie Bernard. Welcome to hell, you guys. Thank Hi. you. Hello, Miss Hannah. Thank you. <laughs> Where are you guys right now? We are at work right now. In my office. <laughs> which is nobody in here working but me. <laughs> she just came in just to come in, but nobody's working but me. I don't know where to start with you guys because you have this incredible new show on Netflix. Wait, Buried by the Bernards or with the Bernards? Buried by the Bernards. Buried by the Bernards. Anyway, so we are obsessed with you guys because you have the same showrunner as me in summer house and he was like this show's insane i've been working on it and it's such a great combination of funny sweet you get that like warm feeling and then you also laugh and then there's also death on top of it so that's why you're perfect for hell debbie did you think you were going to be in the funeral business no <laughs> she goes no period with a t oh ma'am <laughs> oh i did not think that you know, you sometimes you just don't know where life is going to take you. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. You just follow the course. Mm-hmm. You, you steady yourself. You be patient and you just follow the course. If it goes down a yellow brick road, you go. The blue road, you just go. And this <laughs> is just where the blue. <laughs> and come on here and they get it right. <laughs> you guys, make sure you're taking notes because Debbie is preaching the facts. <laughs> Um, but you guys, this is not your first time you're getting any fame. You first went viral because you did a hilarious commercial to your funeral home. Who was Whose idea was that? How did you guys make that happen? Well, that was the second time we went viral. The first time was when we first opened up the funeral home in 2017 mm-hmm. and everybody saw that drive through window. That went viral, 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 viral. I think that is what kick-started us off, you know, getting started. Because everybody was like, who is this family? Where did they come from? Why they got this window? What are they going to do? <laughs> Can you so, explain the window to me? Because it's a funeral home with a drive through window. What's the benefit of the drive through So you have a lot of benefits with the drive through coming from, first, the elderly people. 
mm-hmm. who, you know, they handicap or don't want to get out and come into a funeral home. They could just drive through the window for people who are, say you have a visitation from five to six and you got family members who don't get off of work until six, that you can put them in the drive through window and they can come on through the window. You know, they have that extra hour to go through if they aren't able to make the visitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something different, you know, say you want to dress them up, you can decorate that whole room and that window dedicated to that person. It's something different and it's free of charge. So you can do your regular, your regular traditional services on top of adding something different, which is going through the drive-thru window. So during COVID, has this been amazing for you guys? Like to have this kind of distance? I don't want to say amazing. (laughs) Yeah, strong word. (laughs) But um, it has definitely been uh, a nice accommodation for people who do want to practice social distancing as well as celebrating their loved one at the same time. It's obviously we don't want to get excited about people dying. However, the fact that you've been giving families a new way to see their loved ones and to celebrate their life is amazing. Debbie. Yes. How do you feel about dying? You know what? I'm gonna say this to you. You know, I, you know, I guess if, if you have to get to that point where all of us accept the fact that we're gonna leave here one day, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a one. It's not. I think the biggest thing I think about death is that I know it's inevitable. Okay, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just a. I think you have to disconnect your mind and think about the fact that you're leaving all your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, the material possessions and all of that little junk and junk is nothing. Yep. But the idea that you're going to party and leave your family, I think about, I would think about that part is more so me going, I know I got to go. Leaving my family would be the hard part if I just sat there and just really thought about it and just put it in. Then sometimes you think about it. If it's true, what they say, and we go to the other side, it's so many people there that I can go see too. I can visit. I got a lot of loved ones on mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a toss up. It's going to happen. When it's going to happen, we don't know. Wow. I'm just not looking for nobody to come knock on my door and say, David, come on. And I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> so that right there. That's a good question. Where do we go? Deja, what's your perspective on dying? Um, It's different now that I have children. It's like my grandma said at first, you know, I wasn't worried about it. If it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. I feel like I wouldn't be afraid to leave. But now that I have children, I, I don't want to think about leaving them. That that would be the hard part, leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because most of us live life trying to pretend that death isn't a thing. But you guys at a funeral home business deal with it every single day. But you're also working with a family. Deja, what's it like working with your family? I know you quit every day. So, like, <laughs> give me the real the real goods. <laughs> um, I mean, it has its pros and cons. I would say the cons, you know, you're supposed to have an off day. You're at home. My grandma going to call me on my off day. My <laughs> dad going to call me on my off day. My uncle Kevin is going to call me on my off day. So you don't really get an off day because you're still going to be talking about work. They still going to call you. Mm-hmm. And when you come to work, they're going to be bossing me around. He's going to be talking to me all crazy. Grandma going to be cussing me out because that's my grandma. She's not my boss boss she's still my grandma mm-hmm. that's still my dad but on the the good side I am steady learning and growing with them my grandmother is looking out for my best interest I don't have to worry about working for someone else and not knowing if they have a hidden motive if they really want me to succeed I know when I come to work my grandmother does want me to succeed she is going to be proud to have me as her legacy and my dad feels the same way and they're only going to push me to grow and be successful in life I don't have to worry about their true intentions 
I love that. So, Debbie, you're yes. the big boss. What makes you the big boss and not just the boss? What makes me the big boss? Okay, where do we start? It, it, it'll take two hours for me to tell you all this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go over top of it. Okay. Oh yes. I'm gonna be here the first thing in the morning. If it's five o'clock, I'm the first one on board. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm the last one to leave and the first to come. That, that right there says a lot itself. So you're showing it through your actions while yeah, you're running the exactly, place. Exactly. And then I don't have an off day. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like. Uh, well, oh, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, we're going to be off. I'm working every day, so I don't have an off day, whereas other people say, I'm off today, I'm not going to do anything, you can't call me, and I don't do that, you know, so that's what makes me be the, that's what makes me the big boss. So are you, do you think you're a natural leader? Oh, my God, oh, what are you, oh, <laughs> she don't know the definition to follow, okay? <laughs> That's why I love Debbie, because I'm the same way. I don't even know. I do not deal with um, authority very well. So uh -huh. <laughs> I think it's, do you have any advice for people to be good leaders in whatever, you know, work, family, anything? Okay, to be a good leader, you also got to be a good follower. Mm. That be a good leader, you got to be a good follower. I can't be a good leader and not sit up here and follow what Dave is doing. New things Dave is talking about. I don't know everything. This is just off the record. Dave ain't here, so this is nothing. So Dave, you don't hear none of them saying. I'm talking to him because this don't go to you. So, so in order for me to lead first, I got to follow as well. So I'm leading and I'm following. I'm listening to what they're saying. I'm taking it in. You know, you never get big enough not to say, well, I know everything. Mm -hmm. I don't care how old you get. I don't care that, that you do. You don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You got to open up. You got to be able to listen. You got to be able to take it in and also push it out. Mm -hmm. That's what make leaders. You don't, you're not going to be a leader if you had not been a follower and you're not continuing to follow other people and see what they're doing, what's their input. I can't sit up here and say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I got to grow. I'm still growing as a leader. I'm growing every day. Yes, I've been out here a long time. Yes, I say I do know a lot. Yes, I do uh, have business savvy, but I still got to take in what Deja's saying, what Reagan's saying, because I don't know everything. Listening is so important. And yet, if, if you're just on a power trip, it's not going to be what's best for... Yeah the funeral home. You got to mm -hmm. listen and you got to take it in and then make wise decisions. Also, now that I'm getting curious and um, I need to know everything, Debbie, how's your love life? What's going on? Did you watch episode seven? <laughs> no, I haven't got okay, You didn't watch the episode, man. You're not going to talk about that until you watch episode seven. Man, we don't have anything to talk about. Watch seven and then we'll come back and talk about Girl, it. I'm on four right now. <laughs> You got to go to seven. Then we're going to talk about that. Oh, my God. I love this so I much. I cannot believe you asked me that question. <laughs> Tasia, how's your love life? Well, I'm still in a relationship. Mm -hmm. My baby is one. Ava just turned five. Congratulations. Yeah, we, we moved into a bigger space with the baby, made more room for her, and everything's going good. Also, what's going on with the pound cake business? So... Me and Reagan are working on our bakery. Stay tuned. I'm so ready to take pictures so you guys can see our cute new boxes. That's so exciting. Mm. Everything. It is so pretty. So just stay tuned. We're going to get that pushed out as soon as the bakery is complete. I, f I just love that your family has all these en entrepreneurial bugs in them. Debbie, who's the hardest to work with in your family? Okay, let me see. The hardest to work with in this family. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, I'm going to start with Kevin. Kevin, I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with Uncle Kevin. Good. Uncle Kevin, okay? 
I'm gonna start right there. Difficult <laughs> to work with. Does not respect my authority. Want to talk to me any kind of way. When I approach him and go say something to him, the first thing he gonna say is, "Hold up, wait a minute. Where you coming from with this? Uh, don't. I'm on zero. Don't put me on twenty. I don't want to get all up there and stressed <laughs> no, out. So don't say that. that's the that's the okay. That's okay. Right there, we are gonna start them. Then number two is gonna be Ryan. He just gonna look at me and walk off. <laughs> he gonna look at me and walk off. Okay. Deja. <laughs> number three. In one in one ear after other. I don't care how many days I said, Deja, this not gonna work. This is gonna be late. Just ain't having this. I'm sick of talking about that. Deja's number three. So we got Kevin, Uncle Kevin, we got Ryan, we got Deja, mm-hmm. then Reagan. Reagan is a little bit different. Mm. She's kind of like, she's not going to say anything. I don't care what you say to her, whatever. She just going to kind of look down or just going to work on what she's working on. She kind of got a little quietness about it. She mm-hmm. really does not really blend in with us. Like a lot of people say to Reagan sometimes, give me your folks for real. You related to the people over there? So, you know, she kind of quiet, kind of laid back. It's like, good to have a little balance, you know? No, she got a lot of, she got another balance on her, baby. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent, excellent work it. If she, if we say be at eight, Reagan going to hit at 730. Mm, she she going to work the whole time. She going to be quiet. She going to kind of sit to herself. She's another person. The rest of them, I just gave you the rest of them. Uh, yeah, so everyone. <laughs> Do you have any advice for having hard conversations with your family? Because everyone, for whatever reason, maybe they're not running a funeral home, but you have to sit down and have difficult conversations. How do you go about it? I just said, girl, come in for a minute. Let me tell you something. And I just flat the boy, just throw it on that thing. She just say it. You get mad, you just mad. <laughs> I just don't care. If I, you rather your grandmama tell you, then uh, you tell them. I just said it to him. I just don't care. I just say, look at here, baby. Let me tell you this. And they just. That's why I think you're a New Yorker deep down. You just tell it like it is. You got to. Well, don't play with them. So in Tennessee, like, is there like a, I'm, I don't know anything about the South, but like, is there like a Southern Belle thing? Like are women, do you feel like growing up women were not as supposed to be in like powerful roles working and stuff? Like, what was it like growing up? Did you think that you were going to be running a, like, a big business i always did when i was well let me tell you something when i was a little girl i used to my mom would give me some money to catch the bus to go to school mm-hmm. i would take the money and put it up i never and when i walked down another block because i said she's looking out the window to see if i'm gonna get on this bus ain't gonna happen today i keep <laughs> my money because i'm saving it for something else okay then i would save bottles you, you they used to take bottles you would deposit them, and every Monday you get some money. I would look for bottles every day. Every evening I got home from school, find the bottles. My mama said, Listen, don't bring a bottle to my house. I'm not dealing with no ants. I said, Okay. I would have to find the bottles, rehab them, get up early, go back and get them, and go take them to the store and get my money. So I, I love was that. Always doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Always, I always loved doing that. Mm-hmm. Then I always had aspirations. I always had things I wanted. I was a big dreamer. Mm-hmm. I stand on the corner, a man had a car. It was a stingray then, one of the Corvette. And I used to go to the store, the corner, at three o'clock every day and watch him because he was coming from work and see that car. And I'm like, I'm going to get that car one day. I'm going to get that car. So it's just been like this. 
any what you're talking about is just also manifestation being like i believe that that's what i'm gonna have in my life and i'm putting my energy towards that yeah. i want to yeah. be successful and now you're you're starring on a netflix show like i'm so proud of you guys Girl, is that not awesome is that not <laughs> awesome and it's also such a unique show like there's like the crazy reality of you know people getting drunk and embarrassing themselves and then there's you know the intense documentaries and then you guys are this great in between of like seeing a family and are you ever afraid that everyone is going to be judging your family on tv no you don't they, they come with the territory if you didn't yeah. think about that when you sign that piece of paper you mm -hmm. should not have never got on there you should have thought about that you know they're gonna say something about you they're gonna troll you mm -hmm. they're gonna go on the internet your best friend gonna be the one saying something about you now girl huh? <laughs> they're gonna be your best friend it's gonna be a friend baby frenemies we call them <laughs> yeah so what you do you just go out there and do what you're gonna do and just forget about it so your advice when you, people come out there, people are turning on you, people are, they're wanting their own attention, whatever. You just stay in your lane. You just focus on yourself. Stay in my lane. Yeah. Exactly. God, I'm getting some good, I'm getting a therapy session right now. Yeah, Deja, you're, you are a little long, younger. You've been through a little less. How are you dealing with kind of like being put up and like kind of being judged and stuff? How's your mental state? I don't know. I, I don't really get into the, um, the weeds of it all comments. it kind of just you know how they say it go in one ear and out the other it don't even go in my ear it, it doesn't affect me because i just feel like you have to stay on your course on your track and do what is best for you and do what makes you happy because everybody is all in their own lane they're mm -hmm. all on a different path everybody mm -hmm. is going to perceive things they want to do it you're going to be judged for doing something the right way the wrong way being the wrong messenger it, it really doesn't matter so as long as you're doing what makes you happy and not trying to please everybody else i mean you're just you're going to be judged either way so you might as well do what makes you happy you are wise it's because my show's airing too at the same time i'm like what do we do like how do we deal with this um also now that now that i have i know now that i have you you have a crazy story with your sister because you didn't know you had a sister until later in life. What was it like going from thinking you didn't have one to suddenly having a sister? Well, I have a sister on my mom's side. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because her and Reagan are literally a month apart. Mm. Bree's birthday is in January and Reagan's is in February. And so with me and Brie, we're like the typical sisters. We argue all day long. We fight all day long. We're so petty and childish. We're doing pranks on each other. We're like day and night, the complete opposite people. And then to meet Reagan, and it, it was just so precious to me because we act so much alike. And instead of meeting just a sister, it was like, wow, I met a best friend. Like we're twins. Like we act so much like we have so much in common. We like all the same books, the same TV shows, the same actors and actresses. Like we we just instantly click. We finish each other's sentences. Like we just mesh so well. And it's like it 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 opened up a, a new can of worms for me because I'm like, I'm not used to sisters being like this like it's well it's normal. crazy you're so alike considering <laughs> you didn't meet her till she was 15 yes i was 15 yeah your dad didn't know that she was around no he didn't know that i was around oh he didn't know that you were around. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like i'm here bitch <laughs> in puerto rico we call ourselves boricua 
We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So, so working through that, like, it's so great that you've now kind of connected and you guys, do you, how has it come to like dealing with knowing that your dad didn't know who you were? How have you come to terms with that and like found that self-love? It really didn't affect me the way that it probably would affect another young girl because growing up with my mom and my mom's side of the family, we were raised off love. Mm. so heavily love in my mother's side of the family we are very a a very close-knit family we are very family oriented and I never felt like I was missing a dad you know I knew my friends had a dad my cousins had a dad but I I it didn't really bother me it didn't affect me emotionally mentally or anything so when I met him, it wasn't like, oh, my God, where have you been? It wasn't like, I need closure. There's unanswered questions. It was more like, okay, yay, let's go do this. Do you like this? Do you? What's your favorite basketball team? Uh, what's your favorite color? Or, you know, what do you like to do? Like, it was me trying to just learn him. I was more happy and, and yeah. excited, excited to get to know him instead of, sad and crying and holding on to the past because I just we're still young and we have so much to learn from each other like we still have a long way to go so let's not cry over the past let's just you know make up for the loss and keep going I don't know if it was really emotional for him but it was not a sad emotional rainy parade for me I was really happy and excited no it sounds like you just had more joy added to your life and yes was your mom um so because it sounds like she was fearful of having to be like hey by the way did it help your mom as well to kind of get everyone together it helped her a lot if anybody was emotional for real it was probably her because she didn't know who my father was and so her being a a parent that really hurt her because you know she felt like I was missing out on that like I didn't have a dad and like I said she would see other people my friends and family with their fathers and spending time with them but I had to reassure her that you loved me so much you made up as a a mom Mm. and a dad I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything if anything I just I I gained a father and that's great it was a plus I, I didn't miss out on anything I love that so much. Now, let's get a little deeper. I want to know, Deja, what is Debbie's worst habit? Um, her worst habit. Um, 
probably her being controlling. My grandmother is so bossy. She is going to live <laughs> through me, Reagan, my uncle Kevin, my dad, the people that work here, her mama, her sister, you, Ian. She <laughs> is living through everybody. She going to tell you what to wear, how to wear it, what's your favorite color, everything you need to be doing. But how do you guys feel like humor? How important is humor in your day-to-day in working because I don't know if Debbie Debbie could tell me anything and I would listen because she makes me laugh <laughs> but see that's the thing we don't even try to be funny for real it's just we your family it, yeah we don't even so many people have been saying that and I'm like does Debbie Debbie do you even know how funny you are do you know you could be next stand-up comedian oh it's not mad I'm too shy for that Girl. yeah we could tell you're very shy really <laughs> shy Debbie, I want to know, there's a lot of girls who listen to this podcast that are, that feel insecure about themselves or question themselves. What advice can you give them on being confident? You got to, first off, you got to love you, despite. You got to love you. It's like, it's like, it's like I can look in the mirror. I may not like this over here. I may not like that over there. You got to make it like it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if this head over here big and that one over there little, I just brace it back and say, girl, you know you look good. Yeah, you hang it up and you strut, baby. You can't be insecure like that. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You don't even. You should ask the question. I never thought about that because I've never been like that. It's also just like how you carry yourself and how you yeah, love yourself. Exactly. That energy shows who you are. Ooh, exactly. I love that, Debbie. Do you ever have anxiety or do you ever deal with depression? Oh no, not ever. I got too much going on for internet. I don't have time to block in my mind for depression, anxiety. No. <laughs> I don't have enough hours in a day to think about depression or anxiety. I got so much shit going on. I can't. I got stuff going on here. I got people downstairs looking for me. I got families coming in here. I got to come up here and worry with them. By the time I leave here, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I got two dogs waiting on me. I got one start to bark and the other start to bark. And I just, I got enough. My whole life is full and complete. I don't have time to think about depression. Maybe if I thought about it. You give me a new topic to think about. <laughs> no, don't start now. Don't start now. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't have ten. No, they just net. No, I, I don't even have a problem with it. No, but you're right. A lot about it is just how you, how you control your mind. If your mind is busy and fulfilled with all That's these things you love. That's what I've been telling Paige a lot of times. You mm-hmm. got You you go have to go out there and put that roadmap out there for yourself. Well, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. No, it ain't not a dang thing they got out there. You can't do. If they tell me you're gonna ride the you're gonna drive the bus, I'm gonna say, yeah, slide over and give me the which one where we going. <laughs> I ain't never drove the bus, but I'm gonna get in there and go for it. So you gotta go and you gotta go for it. You cannot be scared, you cannot be afraid. You're just going to go out there. And that's the bottom line. That's it. Oh, you guys are amazing and incredible in so many ways and i'm so inspired watching buried by the bernards if you have not been watching it right now you better be watching it we're gonna play a final game called the seven deadly sins seven deadly sins debbie what are you greedy about greedy about mm-hmm. greedy what am i greedy about just greedy 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 something i have or something i'm waiting on either that private jet, baby. Give me that private plane. I'm just greedy, grabbing, greedy for it. Just greedy, 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 greedy for it. Give me that plane. You can come visit me in New York. Yeah, I know it. I'm going to pick you up. You just be standing outside. <laughs> I'm going to drop that plane down, baby, in the middle of the street. I'm going to come pick you up, and you get on there. We going. This yeah. sounds amazing. This is incredible. I'm manifesting that shit. I'm greedy for that plane. Deja, who are you envious of? 
I don't think I'm envious of anybody. Because I, when I think of being envious of somebody, it's almost like you want to be them. Yeah. I, I don't want to be nobody else. I mm-hmm. want to be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be anybody. I don't think I want to be anybody else at all because you don't know what their life comes with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, true. You never know what other people are dealing with. Yeah, or what it took for them to get to where they at. I, yeah. I don't think I'm envious of anybody. Jesus. That's yeah. the only person I can think of. Yeah. So, Debbie, what are you gluttonous about? So, what do you overindulge in? Like, what's your guilty secret? What do you? What do you, is it like a food or like something you like to watch? Oh, girl, I got that quick. I got that real good. Okay, I go to the store. I'm in the potato chip aisle. I pass by. I said, "Girl, you eating all them damn fat ass chips?" But I'm gonna go over there and get the dog some. So I go over there and get the potato chip for the dog. Right? I get two bags. Okay. For the dog I, with quotations. The dog, okay, the dog, okay. I go sit down. She know the position. I just sit there, open the bag up. And then I just sit there and I say, well, I start eating. She start looking at me like, here, you ain't gonna give me none. <laughs> <laughs> so I give her a few up to film. Oh. Then I go like this, five for me, one for you, 10 for me, two for you. So I said, ladies, let's get it on. So that's my, that's it right there. I'm just gonna sit up there with a bag of potato chips. Ain't got no business with them. Trying to lose 25 pounds, Mm-mm. and my big, and my biggest excuse is the dog like potato chips. <laughs> you need a private j- a private plane full of potato chips. What's your favorite flavor though? What do you go for? Oh baby, I go for the plain, the plain okay. laid potato chips or the ruffle, the waves. That's it. Nothing okay. else. We don't eat nothing else. That's what we eat. And okay. we just sit there and I want for her. I love that. Okay, Deja. Now, now I want some salty, crispy potato. Mm. Deja, what is? When was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? So you got really angry at someone. Probably last night. My <laughs> daughter, Alani, she's one, and she is so into everything and it's like I learned something new every day with her I had a long day yesterday we did this photo shoot I got home at like 7 30 and I'm cleaning up the room I vacuumed my floor and I went to the bathroom for a hot second I came out the bathroom and she had been reached up on the dresser and pulled my coke off the dresser and was drinking the can, and while she got the can going back, all the coke just on the floor. It was just on the floor. I'm like, oh my god! So I got this big stain on my carpet, and they had just got a bath. Her clothes got coke all over. She's smelly. I'm like, oh my! I, mm, I was just mm, so mad. Mm. I couldn't even say nothing because she's only one. Yeah, she doesn't know about what she's doing. But I'm like, when did you start reaching to get stuff off the dresser? Like now, you have to re-strategize the whole house. Exactly. Oh, I have a good question for Debbie. Debbie, okay, when was okay. the last time you were a sloth? So, like, you took a day off and did nothing. In 1988? <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. What? No day. I can't remember. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, ooh, okay. I have one more for Debbie. Okay. When was the last time you lusted over someone? Do you have a crush or do you have, a, like, a celebrity crush? Who are we manifesting? Nobody. Where the microphone? No. No. Uh Uh-uh. Nobody. Not ever. Uh Uh-uh. I can't even think that far back. Actually, that is the theme. No men. That's the theme of this podcast. Yeah, I can't even think. I can't even think that far back. I can't even think of it. Girl, you you pop one on me that time. Let me think. No celebrity. 
That's a million dollar nope. question. I need to know the answer to this question. Nope. <laughs> Nobody. Uh-uh. No desire. Don't even think about it. Don't even. I just, I guess I'm just tunnel, 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 tunnel. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. I can't even think about nothing. Well, it's fine that if you get distracted by some boys or some men who are not good for your mental health, it affects you and what you're trying to do. So when you try to get shit done, sometimes you don't want to get distracted by that stuff. Now that's true. But see, I'm past all of that. Y'all have been distracted mm-hmm. and thrown up under the garbage can. Yep. Pushed over there in the trash. I done did all of that run over with the vacuum cleaner. Then yep. hit with the car. Then yep. the bus that hit me. How yep. they did all that stuff to me. So I'm past all that. See, that right there can't happen like that no more. But you know, see, Deja got all that's got to happen to Deja. It didn't happen what? to Debbie. She already know. She see the bus coming. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> told me that's bad. <laughs> bad advice oh for a woman to get mad, to get angry with a man in a relationship. I would tell her this, baby, you should have seen the signs. See, all of them, they give a sign. Did you see detour? Turn around. Do not enter. <laughs> Roll clothes. What the hell are you messing with him for? Oh, you need a pep talk every girl talking to an f boy um final question you guys are doing amazing deja what advice do you give to people while they are going through hell how do you get through it i can't speak on what worked for them but that is what works yeah. for me praying and yeah, meditating yeah Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I do. How often do you meditate? Every single day. Mm-hmm. I talk to God every day. I was got to pray, baby. You got to say pray. That's up. my pep talk. When I went into labor with Ava and Alani, I, they were coming so fast I couldn't get an epidural for either one, and I was in labor for four hours. And all I did was sit up there and pray mm-hmm. the whole time. And you said you do counseling too? No, I said some people may want to go to counseling mm-hmm. and therapy and all of that mm-hmm. I, I can't do none of that will work or help me I, I have to pray mm-hmm. I gotta talk to God do you have any advice for praying and help and how it helps you Jesus is um God is like my best friend so I don't talk to him a certain kind of way I don't pray a mm-hmm. certain kind of way I talk to him like I'm talking to you like mm-hmm. look God I'm gonna tell you I'm, I'm gonna have a breakdown I need you to help me mm-hmm. send me a sign that's how I talk to him you have to come to God as you are because you you don't need to wait till you get yourself fixed up and say I'm gonna come to God mm-hmm. what would be the point of coming to him you need to come to him so he can help deliver you and help you so come to him as you are whether you're drunk whether you're on drugs whether you prostitute whatever you have mm-hmm. going on just mm-hmm. come to him as you are so he can help you and clean you up and deliver you because you can't do it on your own. You can't wait to get it together on your own. And give you a sense of peace. Exactly. I pray for peace all the time. That's mm-hmm. why I start with peace. Because you got to have peace to even get through your day. Yeah. And you mean, when you say peace, do you mean peace in your head or also peace around you? What do you mean by peace? The whole Both. nine. Whole. Both. Yep. Yeah. Debbie, any other words on how you cope with your hell when things are going bad in your life? When things are going bad in my, I, I sit back I used to sit back and say, I wonder why that happened. I don't do that no more. I just sit back and just ride the tag. You're going to yes. ride it. It's not going to stay like that. You're mm-hmm. going to get a breakthrough. Yeah. It's gonna, you're just going to have to ride it. See, always, we always say, oh, I just can't stay in it right there. But if in this lifetime, you got to be able to take the rain, mm-hmm. the storm. You got to be able to stay out there when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Just can't say, oh, I'm in Florida. That beach is good. Oh, no, nah, baby, we're going to throw you over in Alaska. Let's see, can you hang over there? So you got to mm-hmm. be able to take out anything they throw at you. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to do it, make you strong. Any rock that hits you, going to make you strong, baby. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. You two are so amazing. I'm so obsessed with Buried by the Bernards. Where can people follow you, watch you, buy anything? What's Give me the goods. Well, my Instagram is the diary of Deja Bernard. Mm-hmm. And my grandma's is Miss Debbie the Boss. <laughs> and you can, or Reagan, what, Reagan, what's your Instagram name? Reagan.Bernard. Mm-hmm. You can follow her there. The merchandise is where. And you can find the merchandise on www.rbernardfuneralservices.com. There's a little shop uh, tab at the top of the page. And also go to www.bernardsisters, the letter N themix.com everyone if you heard that you know where to go we love you so much thank you so much for coming to hell and shining your light onto us i love you powerful strong driven women i can't get enough of it and i'll talk to you guys later in hell bye